Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, welcome everybody. Three days later, third episode of the Weeb Weekly. You know, it was only three days since we posted, I guess two days technically, since we got it out on Friday, but a hectic two days, a very hectic two days, a lot to get in. We're not looking half-length episode here because we all love the sound of our own voices. I am joined, per usual, by Jose. Tropical Joe, ready for the squad. Rebranded, Tropical Joe, yes. Tropical Yeti is no longer. Gonzo. And then, like we said last week, or I guess it was was three days ago, recently relocated Mizu. How we doing? Doing good. What's up, everyone? All right. All right. So really big week. Like we said, really big three days. Everything comes out on weekends. I because because why not? You know, why not put everything on Friday, Saturday or Sunday, respectively? Uh, so we have to we have two days to get our notes down and, and flip it back. But we'll start where we usually start. Falcon in the winter soldier. Not heavy on action, but heavy on commentary oh my god heavy important pointed episode i i don't even know where to start with it i jose take it over for me uh i think right now the biggest thing is obviously uh addressing the multiple elephants in the room uh there's no there's no more space for interpretation right no more space no. for people to just draw comments everything we like, talked no. about last week yep Confirmed completely. You're reaching. No, you're not. It's it was it was stated plain black and white, right? Literally. Will will the United States will the United States military accept a black Captain America? So we addressed that. We addressed the topic of of obviously the the morality of what uh John Walker did because he obviously Mm -hmm. shook the way, made waves in the MCU quite literally on yeah. a global stage in episode number four. We covered that. We also covered uh, Sam coming to grasp with this reality that he is mm-hmm. the successor, right? Am I, am I built like that? You know, am yeah. I built like that? So he came, we, 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 we're going to talk about that. And um, also I would say uh, for, for John Walker, like uh, th- this, this episode was also a turning point, right? You got hit. Mm-hmm. You, you you got hit with both ends of the sword. You feel me? Uh, and double and now edge. and yeah, it's it's a double edge. with great power comes great responsibility. Like another mm-hmm. very famous <laughs> Marvel character said. Uh, there's there's a lot Deadpool. to unpack here. I obviously have my own opinions, but I wanted to check uh, Misu and Nick. What do you guys have for me first? Misu, go off. Like you guys said earlier, uh, there's no room for interpretation. They made it clear as day of what the commentary and what the themes of this show is going to be about. And mm-hmm. that is racism. Yeah. And I mean, it's unfortunate too, because like, again, it was clear as day what the themes were, but they had so many yeah. people who were like, no, keep that stuff out of Marvel, et cetera, et cetera. Like it's just to me, when people say that it's just very weird, but yeah. it was like clear as day, especially with the conversation between Sam and Isaiah Bradley. and man like for me personally that really hit home because i i personally throughout my life heard stuff like isaiah bradley yeah like he reminded me of some of my family members or Mm -hmm. older family members and people that i knew and i just thought that was fantastic and i was low-key kind of surprised to see that you know the mcu would even tackle such a conversation 
Because, you know, they could have sidebarred this. They could have maybe, you know, talked about it a little bit and then just, you know, move on from there. But no, they really took the time to dive into that. And the mm-hmm. part I would love to shout out the MCU for is that I like how they basically kept Isaiah Bradley's origin story and how he became who he was. And it's pretty much verbatim what happened in the comics. Uh, from like, truth. Except for one slight yeah. change. From truth in 2003. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for one slight change. That was only one thing that they did differently. In the in the comics, the reason um the, actually in the comics, it was a he his reason being jail was a lot more pettier in the comics than it was in the show. In the show, he was thrown in jail for um, you know, saving his comrades. Mm-hmm. But in the comic book, it was the same thing to a point where, yeah, he saved his comrade comrades, but what got him jail is that he stole captain america's costume yeah and that's what got him thrown in jail after the four other black super soldiers who he was created with all died in front of him mind you and he's the only survivor of yeah yeah no i literally had a note i was watching it like to go off what you were saying i said good for disney for being so on point with today's america and I, I saw that and I was watching it and it, it's obviously the connections that they're trying to make is to Tuskegee, um, the Tuskegee syphilis trials, uh, 40 years of black Americans uh, being tested on an untreated syphilis, uh, many of them not knowing what it was, many of them being told that they were going to be receiving medical care uh, and then obviously never did. Uh, so so it, it's very clear that's what truth was about in 20, uh, 2003. Um, and again, if you guys haven't read Truth, uh, it is it's one of the it's one it's a very definitely driv- uh, drawn comic. It's very interesting. I highly recommend you go read it. Get Isaiah's backstory. Uh, but yes, I literally wrote down uh, like this was incredible. I was like, this was very very good because if Disney this thing like you're like oh keep it keep it separate keep superheroes in in in, in like politics separate, but it's not politics. It's not politics. All right, we're not we're not talking politics like. Like Disney or no, Marvel has always been marketed as like your superheroes. Like it's like the world outside your windows was the OG, the OG like Marvel branding. And that is unfortunately the world outside our windows. Like these things happen, you know? And, and on top of, and and the thing is, and this is probably going to be talked about less um, than Sam's storyline because Sam's storyline is definitely more pointed, but, John Walker is also very representative of something, another systemic problem in America. And that is like the military industrial complex of taking men, turning them into weapons and then doing nothing when they get back. Like his line saying, you made me like you you made me. Yeah. You built me like, and now, and now he gets dropped like that. Like the second it's inconvenient for him to be there anymore gone see you later no support and that that i think is is maybe not at like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do apples to oranges here but like that is also an incredibly incredibly important message coming out of this week's episode yeah and 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 another thing that i that it all revolves around this central idea right which i'm Mm -hmm. i'm I'm glad that marvel's taking this approach not only are we discussing the relationship between the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we're also discussing the legacy of that shield, right? What that mm-hmm. shield represents, what that shield means, both both for them and the people that they protect. So the legacy of the Captain America shield is complicated yeah. because it, it 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 
it, it harkens back to those ideals, right? What the person that holds that shield not only represents the interests of the United States of America, but it also represents the the truth, justice, and the American way, right? Like that's mm -hmm. that's exactly what it represents in 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 the Marvel verse. And so, it's really exciting to see Marvel cover the tough questions. Like, is this person who has been chosen? This person was chosen by the previous wielder to yeah. to be to be his successor. He's proven his his valor. He's proven his conviction. He's he's publicly stated, "I will not take the serum." So that's yeah. that's big. That's big. Like in 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 a world where a, literally a building could drop on you, and unless you're close to one of the big Avengers, like you're gonna be a toast. You're gone. He he has decided to choose hard work over the easy way out, which is the opposite to what we saw uh, John Walker do. Which yeah. is which is really important, and one one of the things that I uh, that I think we have to talk about, like now that we're going deep into deeper into the episode, is is Falcon or Sam, first of all, letting go right of of the of the Falcon persona and telling Torres to keep the the wings, right? Because as as we saw, if you haven't seen the episode, I don't know where you've been, but yeah. the first scene of the episode is essentially uh, Bucky and Sam getting their first round at John Walker together, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and it, lots lots of punches were thrown, lots of great combos. We finally we got a WWE move at the end for those of you that know the Dudley Boys. So that's, <laughs> that, that that was great. Uh, but but John Walker was literally probably two seconds away from banishing Sam to the shadow realm. Like he was he not going to stop people. Yeah. I think he's addicted to it. Yeah, I think because he, he tried it on Bucky. He tried it on Sam. He he just got the blood was still wet. Mm -hmm. He just loves that move. Exactly. And, 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 and that's where we see uh, Sam basically literally figuratively and literally letting go of the wings. Right. And, and accepting the mantle of being like, look, that was, that, that was me. But I have to take on this burden that I was mm -hmm. that I, I I was chosen to take on this burden, and I know I can do it. So we saw training montages, we saw a lot of stuff. But obviously, uh, the, the emotional center of the episode was: look, if you're gonna make that transition, you gotta you 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 got you have to face the the reality head on. And that conversation with Isaiah, I literally like I had a few tears like coming down my face. Yeah. And when when Isaiah said that like they erased me. And they've been doing that for 500 years. That literally just like broke me. I was like, mm -hmm. dude, Marvel, like, dude, like I, I was, I was about to clap because I was like, you, you're literally hitting that note on something so important. Cause like there's very few things that, that an entire community or entire country or entire like uh, species can, can, can call upon. Right. And art is one of them. Art is one of art is a thing mm -hmm. that everybody can enjoy. Right. We can all have our opinions. We can all, all have our criticisms, but art is something that we can all enjoy. And, and Marvel and Disney are currently at, at the head of one of the most popular pieces of art in the entire zeitgeist of what, that is popular culture. And you're literally throwing our, our own issues, which we deal with on a daily basis, not just in the U S but there's other instances of prejudice and, mm -hmm. and, and racism and classism in the entire rest of the world, but you're throwing it at your face. Like, will a person of your skin tone, will somebody from your ethnic group be considered a symbol for your people? And, yeah. and, 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 and the biggest thing for me was when he said, no self-respecting black man would want to wear the that shield. shield. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, 
for Isaiah to be saying that the man that was supposed to be like the one that was he was supposed to be Steve's like I technically partner slash successor, but like yeah. that, that that was important. That was important, right? And and now uh, I'm glad that we can put all of the like the the divisive comments in Twitter and in TikTok to bed, mm. uh, which I have, I have my own opinions on because of what happened to Juju. But like we we can put that to bed. Marvel is very straightforward. This is this show and this show and and the commentary like moving forward will be deep will be hard to swallow but it's important conversations to have uh I, I, what were your opinions on the training montage like do you guys think uh sam is 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 worthy okay okay I, i'm sorry Misa. i just got a very quick point here when he was doing the flips it was so obvious it was a body double and I, it was so i just I, I took me out of it immediately i saw it and i was like oh that's not him i was like it's not him at all and it, it put it was like it, it, what otherwise was a very serious episode put a huge smile on my face because like that's not him at all uh but besides that yeah yeah, yeah. and i and a quick point to go back to it is is we were talking with great power comes great responsibility right disney has great power therefore <laughs> their great responsibility is to make stories about things that are poignant and that's what they're doing and and like so in that in for that hats off to disney Mizu, go I'm not gonna lie, I definitely agree with you. I watched it multiple times. I replayed it multiple times looking that's at so the obvious. Like, huh, that's, <laughs> that's so that's obvious. Not, yeah, that's that's not Sam. That's not Anthony Mackie right there. No. Uh, but I mean, at first, like when I saw him doing his training montage, I was also skeptical a little bit. Like, would he be able to like hold up even though he doesn't have the super soldier serum? Mm-hmm. And and plus I also had the question of how is he able to throw that shield like that? And of course, someone on TikTok explained it very well that oh, really? the shield itself oh yeah someone explained like the basically the science behind the shield because at first like myself i was thinking how can he throw the shield like captain america he doesn't have the serum and they explained yeah. that the shield is very light actually yeah. though with the parents are it's it's very light because of the vibranium and you know vibranium absorbs vibrations and things of that nature um so it's easy i mean we and there are plenty of examples throughout the mcu where we see characters who aren't Captain America wield the shield very yeah. easily. We we've seen them. There's a whole scene like where Clint, um, Hawkeye, yeah, throws it very easily. Um, there's a deleted scene from Black Widow who uses, which I'm so mad that this is a deleted scene, but there's a whole deleted yeah. scene where Black Widow has the shield and she's kicking ass with it. Like, really? She is destroying it. I was like, why did they delete this scene? Yeah. This scene was fantastic. But um even John Walker much, before the serum was was we saw a training video of him just straight up whipping it. Yeah, it's why I thought he was a super soldier already because I saw him like tossing it, you know, and I was like, okay, yeah, another super soldier. No, but um, and then of course, you know, the last thing as Spider Man said, like the shield disobeys the laws of physics. So, mm-hmm. but I think overall, we just got to see him more in action. Of course, you know, with the training montage. But the yeah. one thing I am low key trying to segue a little bit is they didn't give us what the suit looked like. I was so sitting here like. What does the suit look like? What he what he got? And then, is it made out of course, vibranium? Yes. It, you, I'm so, pretty so, sure it is. Yeah, it is. So 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 I mean we're we're go, we're going way way down the line here, um, and we can obviously go back, but like, so I see that right, and we're talking yeah. about the symbolism. We're talking about we're talking about like you know all of the cultural <laughs> like stuff that's going on. Are we heading towards him being the next Black Panther? No. I'm, no, no. I mean, I don't think so. I think I think that mantle is going to go to Shuri. 
or they're not going to. I, gonna I, I think that is the that's the very much the logical play. But like like now, like we're like it's like do like is Disney getting caught up in its own momentum and being like, take it, you know, like. Can we can we just talk about the fact that uh, Bucky called in a five billion dollar favor with Shuri after right they there? were like after they were For like real. don't come to Wakanda. Is- Cause that, cause that, that suit is literally made of vibranium and it's probably worth around five billies. Like that's the, mm-hmm. he called it a $5 billion favor. Mizu, mm-hmm. let me know. First of all, go with that. This is my next question. Why is the Wakandans giving out vibranium so easily like this in a way, in my opinion. So think about it. Like you got, um, the little shield things that they gave Captain America. And the two little triangles. Yeah, the gauntlets. Mm-hmm. The gauntlets. Then you got Bucky's arm, and then I guess they have a lot of trust in him for, mm-hmm. I mean, what happens if he gets, you know, captured and they just take the arm? They don't really want him, but they take his arm. Yeah. And then now this suit. So I'm just thinking to myself, like, because usually, especially from, of course, the comic book versions of the Wakandans, they are very hesitant. And I mean, yeah. super hesitant to give people vibranium. Heck, mm-hmm. they actually make it a mission to go find other people who have vibranium, there's actually a whole comic strip where um, Black Panther, for the first time meeting Captain America, the first thing he does is tell him to give him back the shield. And yeah. of course, Captain America's like, what, what do you mean? And he's just like, that has vibranium. Therefore, it belongs to us. Therefore, you can't have it. Yeah. And they even addressed that in the episode. They said mm-hmm. the government doesn't own that. It's a, it's a legal gray area. Like, like, you know, it's their, like, they, like, they're acknowledging, like, they, they don't own this. Like, that's almost the entire plot of, of, the, of Black Panther yep. is, is, is Claw is, like, looking for vibranium. And they're like, no, ours, stay yep. away, yeah. you know? Us. And so, like, I guess it, it probably plays into Thanos, you know, coming around, uh, the battle being fought in Wakanda. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's the most open. The White Wolf. Ever, the White Wolf. It's the most open we've ever seen Wakanda. And also... Obviously, in in you know, like universe to universe, the difference uh, is, is very large in how much vibranium they have. But from what we've seen, um, i.e., Deathmonger versus Black Panther, in in that, like, there's like there's like tunnels. You know, the comet that hit them is yeah, yeah. massive here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I think I think that's probably why it's because we have an open Wakanda and also they have a lot of it. But yes, it is very weird that they're just sugar daddying it out here you know like money yeah absolutely and and so like it was kind of funny though because if we're talking about the training scene it's so so sam and bucky are there you know and they're tossing it and they're both catching it you know like both sam and bucky are tossing it it's bouncing off things they're both catching it perfect and then you go to the training scene and sam can't catch the shield and i'm like what do you need bucky here to catch it like what happened i was like i was like did you lose the ability you had two seconds ago what happened there I think it's because of him doing the aerodynamic flipping. That's what my, because uh-huh. at first I was sitting there like, well, yeah, you were shown throwing it earlier. But then uh-huh. again, he's doing all these flips and tricks while trying to catch it. So I think that was the thing he was trying to learn how to do all those, you know, uh-huh. Steve based, ability, like, you know, techniques. Because, yeah. you know, Steve be flipping all over the place with the shield. That'd yes. just be crazy. So I thought that was pretty interesting. But I think that's the why he wasn't really being able to catch it at first. Also, was I the only person who noticed? His cousins call him Uncle Sam. Yeah, I, I yeah. he's going on. A, he's going on a run, and they're like Uncle Sam, Uncle Sam, and I'm like, holy shit, Uncle he's, Sam is Captain. Am- I was like, they, yeah. I don't know how I didn't. That's that's it was right there in front of me. 
the entire time. Somehow I missed it. And he's running on the right, leaving space on his left. Oh, for Steve. And speaking of Steve, is John stronger than Steve? Is strong dog? Okay, listen. Listen, before, before, obviously, obviously no one wants to admit it. But who 1v1'd Steve to a standstill? Bucky. Who couldn't 1v1 John to a standstill? Bucky. They needed to team up to fight him. And even then, like, yeah. like I don't, it was like, is it close? I mean, I think that, yeah, you can go, you can go. I, oh, I think it's two reasons. Like, first one is, I mean, I think just plot convenience to make it seem like he's a threat, like make it mm-hmm. seem like it's even. But I think the second reason is, I mean, going off of the military experience, I feel like John Walker is more um, trained than mm-hmm. both of them. I mean, mm-hmm. specifically Captain America, and there's no shade to Captain America, but it's like Captain America didn't have the same training as John Walker did. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just heard John Walker has three, three um, medals, medals of honor. honors. Yeah. No, that's, like, first of all, no person in the history of right now has got that many that's nope. a lot and uh, a lot of all these other feats that he has as a military as a soldier so i think as a soldier i think he was more skilled in that area but of course you know captain america steve rogers has more experience you know fighting crazy stuff like aliens yeah. and Red superhumans Hulk. and yeah Man. stuff like that so i don't know i think i'm still gonna go with maybe just for plot just to make it seem even and there's a scuffle going on yeah yeah and and the and and be even beyond that, uh, speak like while we're speaking of John Walker, which we have to uh, talking about suiting up. John Walker is about to come in with the business on the final episode, but obviously yes. we, we we gotta we gotta talk about like the, the the big plot for him in the in the episode, which was coming face to face with the Senate, right, the U.S. Senate, and being like, okay, yeah. what are the consequences? And and it it's so it fits into today so well that like just because of what you've done for like in your service, that's the only reason that you're not in handcuffs. And I'm yeah. like, damn, like this man did that on lot, like in front of all those phone cameras in front of everybody on foreign soil. And uh-huh. he still got away with it. He still got away. He didn't get the book. He didn't get the benefits. He didn't get what, like what every other like soldier gets and like an other than honorably mm-hmm. discharged. But at, like, still, still, yeah. he literally used the U.S. symbol of like hope and peace uh-huh. to beat somebody to a pulp, and he still got away with it. So that that I mean, and that segued into the cameo by uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, which we could also talk about. But I just wanted to get your opinion on like, was the punishment fair? What did you guys think he should have gone more? Or what do you guys think? You know what? I actually haven't thought about it. Um, you know, because I was because during that moment, it was like I was like, if you replace, I wrote down replace Captain America in that entire that entire segment with the word veteran, and you have you have a like a very realistic conversation that happens very frequently. And so I was like. I was watching it and I was like, because I said earlier, I was like, this is how like the meat machine that is the military industrial complex. Like mm-hmm. we build the country, like the economy is built on the backs of, of men who we recycle. And so I, w- I was watching that and I was like, you know, I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think like, is that inadequate? Cause like, like he loses his pension, he loses all abilities, but like, yeah, he is still walking around after sculling a dude, but like 
that's the thing though is it's that it's that it's that gray area of of war you know like like i mean this is a guy who who has had three medals of honor you know and you don't get a medal of honor for for giving out ice creams you get a medal of honor for you know for for killing people and that's why he says it's the worst day of my life you know you you, you know you don't walk away with a medal of honor without blood on your hands and so like yes obvious unjustified kill obviously like very out of bounds as guy fieri would say um but like i just i i hadn't thought of that i i i don't want to come out and be like yeah murder justified because that wasn't the guy who killed leon and and i mean yes technically was he aiding and abetting a mass murder yeah yeah but no i think i think probably yeah jail would have been good military barracks would have been pretty good how about you you, mizo i definitely think he should have got jail Uh, as a person with a military background this is kind of not surprising to me there are plenty of people that um that i don't personally know but i witnessed some cases where there are like higher up officials who done terrible things but their only punishment is um how we call it quote unquote early retirement or things of that nature like oh they don't they get a um a general discharge things of that nature like and I was not surprised at all with the verdict of John Walker because it's that's very much the military right there. I was yeah. Like, oh, yep. He definitely just walked away with it. And honestly, for me, I wasn't surprised. And of course, you know, it goes into the whole conversation about, you know, um, white privilege as well. How mm-hmm. he just walked away from doing something like that's that. Fair. Killed yeah. a person on camera, 4K. Killed 4K. a man in front of civilians in a foreign country mm-hmm. and got away with it. And the part that kind of was kind of a red flag with me with what he was saying, which is very true because he does feel like a tool being used. But the one red flag that got me was um, he basically said I was doing my job. I was following orders. And right now in our current in current military com- um, climate, we're not supposed to think like that. No, we're not supposed to. It doesn't matter what the order is. Um, if it is morally messed up, we are obligated to not obey such an order. That, just following like, orders, you know? Like, exactly. Like if a captain, like for me, like if a captain told me to go kill these civilians because they might be a threat, mm-hmm. I don't have to obey that because that's morally messed up. I can't yeah. obey something like that. But there was a time where we that was okay, where mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, I was following orders. We have many cases back in the day where Oh, I was just following orders. They keep saying that. And John may not have said the words exactly, but he alluded to saying that. Yeah. Like I was just following, I was following your mandate. Mm-hmm. I, I, I live my life by your mandate. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Hold John, on. Like I appreciate, I get that. But at the same time, you can't say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. It kind of plays into the, into the, the perfect soldier thing, you know, into the, the literal super soldier because a super soldier while being incredibly strong and while being, you know, like maybe tactically very intelligent also would, if we're talking from a governmental standpoint, would listen to all orders. You know, it would be like if Bucky met Captain America, you know, a brainwashed, very powerful, like, like man or woman, you know? So, so yeah, it definitely, it definitely plays into that super soldier thing but since we are talking john we got a seinfeld a seinfeld cameo um i haven't seen i'm sorry you, you said her name earlier Jose, julia think, louis dreyfus yes who is she uh she oh well you can go mizu oh no i was just saying that's why i because I, I look i've seen this woman before like why is this seinfeld. Just no. so familiar to me? i mean he says seinfeld that makes yeah. sense 
Yeah, and Veep. She 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 is the vice and president. And Veep. Veep. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so so the, the full name is Contessa Valentina Alegra da Fontaine. And if you don't know who that is, uh, she's Madame Hydra. So so oh. she's an Italian. Shows she's an Italian. Well, Russian slash Italian reformed uh, special agent. Right. She was uh, involved with Hydra. She's involved with a lot of people. Like uh, she's she's very high up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's had she's had uh, involvements with the Punisher, uh, with people from the uh, British Superhuman Registration Act, like l- lots of like uh, small but very important changing points politically within mm-hmm. the Avengers zeitgeist. Uh, she's been at the helm, and she does become Madam Hydra in the end. Uh, I thought it was, she was going to be like the power broker. I was like, what, what, where's this cameo that everybody keeps talking about? When they said her name, I was like, oh, I don't remember. Like, I haven't read that many comments with her, comics with her in it, but I definitely remember Sorry. her name. And so I had to like the, do a little research. I was like, I don't remember who she was. And like when I saw her in the costume, it's like a full gr- like green costume with her like beady white eyes. I'm like, oh, Madame Hydra. I, I definitely seen her before. Okay. Um, That's she dope. she's basically she's basically going to be like the. I what's the name the, the wh- who's what's the name of the leader of the Suicide Squad the oh. bro I forgot oh her I know you talking about Amanda Walker um, Amanda Walker she's, she's basic yeah. she's DC basically guy. Uh, uh, DC guy right here yeah she's basically a Marvel version of that but she's actually like evil <laughs> she's she's actually like gray area I mean so, I mean Amanda Walker does put bombs in people's skulls so I, I mean I you gotta do what you gotta do to control the Joker but uh, right, that's fair yeah but yeah that, that's who she is that's the that, that was the big cameo. Um, at least for, for that episode. And, uh, yeah, I'm still bro, Nick, I'm still is Sharon, the power broker. I don't know. Yes. We haven't seen her in an yes. episode and a half. We're like, I thought, guys, literally. if I hey, listen, it's on camera, it's on camera. If I called this like weeks in advance, yeah, I'm going to be yeah. so it, you will not hear the end of it from me. Okay. Good. Because George St. Pierre was in the episode. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest MMA fighters of all time. Mm-hmm. And he's called for, George. And, and he's his called name George was George the... because he definitely doesn't know how to act. And they were just like, mm-hmm. listen, we don't want you forgetting. So mm-hmm. your name is George. I, they said that that the Falcon... Oh, he was in the first episode. Yeah. He was the guy who was flying in the first episode. Yeah, he wants yeah. to kill Falcon because of what happened in the first episode. So what were they selling? What was that? I think those are bombs, we... right? Yeah, they were bombs. I believe they were... Illegal weapons, I believe, like yeah. high tech illegal weapons. Yeah, Carly. So, Carly is going AWOL, and also like we can ver- we verified that she doesn't. She's she's off the rails now. Uh, she's got to go. She's got to go, man. Thing, here's the thing. I'm coming from the other side. I'm coming from the other side. I, you know, how we've been talking this whole time about how we've been waiting for Carly to turn into the big bad. I think I my first my literal first note on this episode. John Walker, the big bad, question mark, <laughs> question mark. I think we're, I think we're diverting away from the Flag Smashers. I think the Flag Smashers may actually become a sub story to the Hydra John Walker arc. Means to an end. Yes. Yes. I like, listen, I want them yeah. to be the big bad as well, but there's a reason that they made Sam look like he's breaking through to Carly. Mm-hmm. All right, I think they want you to think of her as morally great. It's a reason that, like, all right, Thanos uh, snapping half away, half half the universe away. Uh-huh. That your average empathetic human can identify that that is morally 
just wrong. Mm-hmm. Just you shouldn't. You shouldn't Genocide. do that. When when having all power, don't kill half. But uh-huh. Carly, I think there's a there's a there's there's enough moral gray space in her argument that there's I just I feel it. I feel it coming. I just the same way I feel Shannon being the power broker. I feel John Walker becoming the big bad and maybe maybe just maybe a power or a flag smasher sub story kind of and tell me if i'm out tell me if i'm out of bounds i'm doing guy fieri all day uh i'm not gonna lie i have a similar idea but kind mm-hmm. of flipping i think okay. that the flag smasher is still going to be the main point for them i think falcon is going to come in and stop the flag smashers from taking over the grc uh-huh. and then i think it'll be teased that maybe at the end Maybe at the end, or maybe he might just show up mid-fight. Um, John Walker with his whole um, U.S. agent debut. Yeah. Or maybe at the very end, you'll tease him as a potential bad guy in future films or TV shows or whatever. So we're I, not getting a I, season two, are we? That hasn't been confirmed. I don't, know. I don't think, so. think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but it, it it doesn't really like make this is like a transitionary period. I think. Yeah. Because okay. COVID. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, keep going, Misa. Yeah, I don't think I don't know, I can't really see the flag smashers being around after this show per se. But I definitely see John Walker continuing on. Definitely can see John Walker continuing in future installments for whatever they do with um his character. But that's my mm-hmm. just my hunch. So pretty much like yours, but I think the opposite. Okay. Jose. That makes sense. Uh I Wait, think what, on- what makes sense? Me. Which side? Which side? <laughs> I, I, I do i i I honestly don't see the flag smashers going beyond this show if i'm being perfectly honest like they There's could not yeah they could like they could they could drag it out but bro you're dealing with so many threads and and th- we have to think about this man like this is serving as basically the the epilogue for for Endgame, right all these shows yeah. are are the epilogue for, for the big drawn out epilogue friend game Mm -hmm. but baby we got a lot of new faces showing up soon like we have Mm -hmm. the young avengers uh we have the the, the eternals the new mutants we have a little bit a ragtag group of people called the x-men coming very soon uh so like friends yeah kind of so sort of uh he he, you got to think about it like there's and that's something that for example another tiktok creator soups was talking about today one of marvel's biggest problems is you have too many cooks in the kitchen, right? Like, wh- wh- when are we going to start uh, get running into the issue of like the logical thing we- we're going to see? Of, like, oh, if this is happening in New York, where the hell's Doctor Strange? He's two blocks away. Yeah. Like, wh- wh- like there's so many new heroes coming in that Marvel is like obviously tying all the loose ends, trying to make sure, okay, who are the primary, who are going to be the primary f- um, characters, right? The MCs. Uh, of the next new phases because obviously like your sweatshirt but part two yes yes sir yes sir and like uh you you also have to handle uh a lot of big personalities you also have to handle the fact like look even hulk hasn't had his own movie like the hulk doesn't have his own like movie by well i mean yes i mean mark ruffalo hasn't had his own movie yes yes but no and and think about like thor is got has got a few movies left but i i I don't see him like taking that mantle on hashtag natalie portman make her thor forever yes uh (laughs) or give us or give us better beta red bill beta beta or or beta ray bill uh we still haven't seen adam warlock 
Uh, and he's been he's been chilling in that cocoon forever. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy three can't come like quicker quick enough. But like to, all all this side commentary is just to, to to reiterate the fact that all these shows are good and dandy, but I think they're going to be uh, leading up to a greater uh, a greater role, right? So um, as we know, Marvel I think canceled or or put a stop to the like all the other shows that were going in tandem. So like Daredevil is now like it was canceled because like they obviously wanted to bring uh, yeah. the character into the MCU. Uh, they stopped like uh, uh, Punisher, uh, yeah, Punisher, Iron Fist, is, like all that stuff. Like a war thing. crime. That show is so good. It's so good. And then yeah. the, it's like it's like all these all these shows create branching timelines because everything's happening at the same time. So like mm-hmm. n- now that we're touching with the big guys, like with the big guns, like Loki is going on t- a time cop adventure. We have yeah. the multiverse of madness. We have Spider Man. That's another big news. Uh, we officially have Alfred Molina, and he's playing Doc Ock, baby. Yes, bro. He's officially Definitely. playing Doc Ock from Spider Man Two. Like th- it's the same guy. So. So, so, so there's a, what I've been saying and I'll, and I'll, and I'll leave it up to you guys to, to talk about like, and, and as we start wrapping up with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the future of the multiverse, right? We have so many people now. Uh, we, we have a new Captain America. Uh, we have a new, who else? A new Falcon soon with yeah. Torres. Uh, mm-hmm. like, and, and like, is that what, is that, do you think that's what's happening? He is, he is. The oh Falcon. yes, definitely. Like we, like we know that. Yeah, yeah. Comic okay, wise, I wrote, at least I wrote, comic wise. I wrote, I wrote Torres is mole question mark. Uh, so, <laughs> so I think, I think we went in different directions. I was like, I was like, they're giving okay because like because it makes sense now that you're saying it. But I was like, yeah. they're giving this guy too much screen time. I was yeah. like, who is this? Why is he getting so much screen time? Why is he so curious about the tech? I was like, Torres is mole. Yeah. Now, okay. All right. That makes way more sense. Right. Yes. I'm sus on everyone. <laughs> red is sus yeah yeah so joaquin torres is technically the falcon too so 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 that's that's gonna be that's gonna be fun uh and obviously we have a a, a huge slate of movies that i'm super excited for and i wanted to get your opinions on like where where are where do you see these shows going multiverse wise once we go straight into fantastic four x-men all that stuff I mean, that's the thing that's like, we're still, there's still a lot, like as much as we know is coming down the pipe, there's still stuff up in the air. We're still trying mm-hmm. to get Deadpool in. We want a Deadpool and Spidey movie. Like what happens with that? Like, like Venom. Is over, yeah. Is, yeah. Is Venom coming back? How is the Sony verse coming in? Like, like, cause Sony and Disney are now starting to cooperate because they're like, listen, we could make a billion dollars if we just worked together. Um, And so, and so now you have all of that. Like, do we build a separate Spider-Verse? Do we bring the Spider-Verse in? I, I I think they have a lot, a lot of pans on the fire. But if there's anybody who knows how to cook, it's the mouse. All right, it's the mouse. Okay, I like I'm I, listen, I'm a Patriots fan. Like I listen, I, I I'm like I always I have a innate faith that Bill Belichick will figure things out. I have innate faith that Disney, who has been the biggest thing in 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 entertainment for the past 70 years, is gonna figure it out. All right. I mean, or, or, you know, they could, they could do the star Wars trilogy part two and just jumble everything. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe I'm in the wrong boat, but I'm, I have, I have a little bit of faith. Me too. What do you um, think? I pray that doesn't happen with the MCU with, with what's going on with star mm-hmm. Wars. But, um, um, like I said, I definitely agree with Nick. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on and I'm happy to 
see all these upcoming shows and movies, especially for me personally, I've been telling my wife for the past three years that Wakanda Black Panther needs its own TV show. Wakanda itself, the country needs its own TV show because all the stuff that transpires in it is fantastic. It deserves it. And when I heard that they are making a show for it, I was ecstatic. Am I behind the eight ball here? That's happening? Yes. They, they brought up that they're making a Wakanda TV show. And overall, wow, my awesome. biggest thing is as long as they can make it make sense, mm-hmm. the writing is good and it's not all over the place. And, you know, it doesn't start actually reflecting the comic books and like all the, you know, loose ends and um, yeah. plot on top of plot. And, you know, you don't want that kind of, you know, inconsistent continuity. And mm-hmm. the continuity in the MCU has been pretty good. And especially with these shows, I, I appreciate these shows because they answer all the questions that we didn't get in the movies. Like, I'm not going to lie, mm-hmm. um, WandaVision changed my viewpoint of um, Avengers Age Ultron because it's not my favorite one. I thought it was pretty bad until the show explained yeah. it more and it gave it more depth. So when I watch it now, I'm just like, okay, this this means more. This sense. is I a lot better. It it's making, yeah. Exactly. And it's basically yeah. fixing all their um, poorly done movies and making them look better. You're telling yep. me Thor so, 2 has been fixed? No. Nope. Well, I don't know fixed. about that. I don't no know about way. that one. What TV show is going to fix Thor 2? Watching, we're, we're watching the Wakanda TV show, and you're like, oh, my God, Thor 2 makes sense now. I get it. I get it now. Trash. You never know. Yeah, and uh, Disney, please take a lesson from Mulan. If you're making a Wakanda show, just, just like, please use black producers, black writers. Come on. Like, just get actors, Shonda Rhimes. Like the... The in the room that matters the actors aren't all that matters hey I'll, I'll do it. if you're watching this i'll do it for free that's you just help me out like that's free I labor right there for, i don't want to ask for nothing you don't even put no, my name no, in the no. title it's a request yeah, yeah yeah no i like all right yeah mizu mizu for disney mizu for all right hit, hit a million yeah. we'll have some cloud at a million yeah okay any last points on on falcon um at least for me, I'm excited to see where the, where the Marvel universe is going. Right, uh, we're we're gonna see Falcon's new suit. Right, it's already announced mm. through the promotional material and the and the, and the toys. Uh, we're gonna see John Walker in that black toys suit. Lead everything, baby. That's what. Yeah. That's what. The- yep, we're gonna see John Walker in that black suit. Uh, we're gonna see a lot of great, a lot of great cameos. I think in the coming se- series. I'm really excited for the multiverse. And just one last note for the people that don't want to address the elephant in the room. I want to just let you know on a little secret. It's not always political, but comic books have always been political. And if you don't believe me, you can check for a comic strip where everybody's favorite superhero, Superman, goes toe to toe with a right hook against Adolf Hitler himself. Yeah. And that's a fact. Google it. So, so, so it's killing Nazis is political. All right. You you, exactly. you you gotta you gotta look you you gotta look at yourself in the mirror and look yourself in the eye and be like, am I gonna be part of the problem or part of the solution? And that's my mm-hmm. last thing on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. How about yourselves? If a one trillion dollar company is like, hey, this is it, it, it's probably important we talk about this. Like, listen, could they have gone this entire season without doing it? Yeah. But they know with wake with great power comes great responsibility, and it is their responsibility to make these things no to make these things talked about. Okay, because because it is it is a very stunning visualization of what should be talked about, what is talking about. I mean, Jesus Christ, Derek Chavon is is in court right now, and we won't get into that. But like 
Like this is going on right now. It is the world outside your windows. That is what Marvel is. And if you can't get your head out of the sand and realize that, I'm sorry, I can't fix you. Definitely want to piggyback on both of you. And honestly, you guys also got to understand is that if they didn't do this stuff, it actually would be a disservice to the characters mm-hmm. because Stan Lee and other writers down the Marvel comic book chain all did these for a reason. Mm-hmm. Even Stan Lee, people don't realize this, but in parts of the comic books, like in the beginning or the end of it, Stan Lee will leave a little passage basically talking about how racism is like like awful, the bigotry, things of that nature. It's always been political. Almost every hero has some type of political message involved in them. You know, Iron Man with the um, weapon industrial complex, mm-hmm. you know, Captain America, the military, um, mm-hmm. Wakanda, isolated country. Exactly. Um, like just, there's so many commentary and if you take all that stuff out you're honestly doing a disservice to the characters that you love most because that's what makes them interesting not just some random little little short of um spider-man going to go stop a milkman there's no link there's no there's no yeah. meaning behind that okay he saved the milkman but why and like come on like that stuff would be boring and frankly that's another thing me personally it would be boring if it wasn't political yeah guys there's a character called black panther right like i mean yes they're not influenced by each other technically but come on like let's be real here this exists this is reality right it's not it's not thanos snap okay this is Mm -hmm. this is the reality we live in all right good good yes sir all right mha mha you and me amazing you and me incredible episode incredible episode. fantastic episode so much fun you got what you wanted you're getting what you wanted and you're about to have a lot more of it so come on tell me what you thought First of all, Shinzo's a goat. I, they don't. They, they first keep note I wrote. Sleeping on this man. First note I wrote. They're sleeping on this man. Yes, maybe his quirk seems kind of um, mundane at first. Like, oh man, he's only limited to his speech, mm-hmm. and after that, he can't do anything else. But no, man, he has shown that he is very capable. Mm-hmm. And first of all, just shout out to I should just shout out both teams because both teams. I was sitting here like, I didn't know who was going to win. I'm not gonna lie. I was sitting here like. Yeah, and that because that beast, that dude with the beast quirk, that kid. I, I say, dude, that's a whole kid. I lied earlier. I, I th- my first note is the beast boy is wicked op. That was yes. my first note. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I had to keep reminding myself that that's a boy, that's a child, because I was just thinking that's a grown man. Imagine that's that coming like, out of you. You're like, oh, uh, uh, Maury, Maury, whose baby is this? Did I, did I have sex with a uh, yeti? What happened? I don't like, that's- like, what happened here? That kid with the beast with the beast quirk is insane. Like that was I didn't expect it to be that like OP. And plus his um his whole ability to sense stuff, like his whole smelling sense. GPS smell. Out ra- running like, through walls like juggernaut. Like exactly. when he was running towards Shinzo at the end of the episode, he's just just knocking shit out of the way. And, and he was like, there's he was like, there's three froppies coming at us. And he would like see where each one was. We don't need Endeavor. We don't. We don't. Like, just get that guy a suit and we're going to be, we're okay. Like, why are we not, why are we not putting that guy out front? All right. Like, oh no, All Might's gone. We got Juggernaut with GPS smell. We're going to, we're going to be just fine. Yeah. If it wasn't, I'm not going to lie. If it wasn't for Frappy and her um, other part of her quirk, yeah, they mm-hmm. wouldn't have, that plan would have not gone through very well. Uh, the toxic mucus. 
there is I'm I'm surprised I haven't seen more TikTok videos about about the toxic mucus because there's a lot of places you could have gone with that scene. We won't won't get too deep into that. But yeah, no, that was awesome. And then also um, I had I had Kaminari is literally Pikachu. Like there's a there's a joke. There's a long standing joke that Kaminari is literally Pikachu. But like he was like, ha you grabbed me. And then he was like the whole plan was just to get grabbed and then lightning bolt. I was like, that's literally Ash holding Pikachu and just getting lightning bolted like over and over and over again. And I was like, that is his whole ability is just Thunderbolt. For real. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I was surprised that Kaminari didn't like, you know, you know, buzz out like he did. Cause there was a lot of lightning yeah. he was using. And I was like, huh, he, he didn't short circuit like he usually does. He, didn't get he came a long way. Yeah. He came a long way. So he's, he's improving. So I'm happy about that. And I think, well, so I think the, like, so we've done, <clears throat> we've done one, a first, versus 1B before, right? Like we've done that. We've had these fights. I think the biggest point of this episode was exactly that. We've come a long way uh, because I mean, the air prison guy, which is by the way, is just perfect cube from seven deadly sins. That's Merlin. Um, that is so powerful. Like this yes. man is just, this man is just creating prisons that they like, first off, clearly are very hard to get through. Like like Shinzu, Shinzu without the help of others wasn't getting out of that. Like yes, you could say like people like one for all. What is that going to like or uh, all for one? What is that going to do against nothing? Until he works on it, and people like All Might. What is that going to do? Nothing until he works on it. But it's shown that he already scaled up substantially in strength of how strong he can make that air prison. How you do that? No idea. Maybe it's in the diet. But like that's. <laughs> Really cool because we've been introduced to these characters all what feels like a long time ago. Um, God, I forgot about the smooth criminal arc. Uh, anyways, and and not smooth criminal, gentle criminal. And gentle. and now now we're like, we've yeah, Michael Jackson song in the brain, apparently. But now <laughs> now we now we have uh now we have these new characters that have come super far, and we're seeing like this is the next generation of heroes. And like, yeah, sure, they're fighting right now. Sure, they're villains. But at the end of the day, all of these people are on the same side. And 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 this this buying girl. Also, since we're making since we're making connections, just poison ivy, poison ivy, like with a with a like a Jesus affinity is what she is. And she is incredible. Like she's like the like yes. she's the support of all supports. Definitely, I was also a little bit surprised by her quirk as well. Yeah. And- how she was able to utilize it. And I was like, dang, her and um, Kaminari are going against each other because for those who mm-hmm. don't remember, they went against each other back in the festival arc, during the mm-hmm. sports festival. And Kaminari lost just out the gate by her. Yep. So I was just like, oh, dang, this is going to happen all over again. Even Kaminari realized that, like, oh, he said, wait, that Vine girl's on the team? Like, on the other yeah. side? He's like, Man, I can't deal with her. Oh, no, not the Vines again. And, and my thing was, Shinzu actually, like, from a real world perspective, and I don't know if either of you guys know about the 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 Navajo, uh, the Nava, like the fact that in World War II we used Navajo um, people to as as communication bases because no one outside of you know Native Americans, even well even more specifically than Native Americans, the Navajo tribe speaks Navajo, and so it, it was it was like that. It was like he broke down communications. It was like code breaking in the real world. You know, like. You can now not talk to your teammates at all because you don't know whose voice that is. Like he got, not only did he get Beast Boy in or Apaka Beast, Apaka Beast, um, which is a great name, great name. Uh, not only did he get Apaka Beast in the beginning, he then gets Vines Girl, 
um, whose name is just Vines Girl, uh, to me at least. And like, that is huge. And then Apocalypse goes sprinting off and he doesn't listen to um, the Dragon Scale guy, Dragon Shroud, who was, by the way, just Red Riot with a machine gun. And he he doesn't listen to him because he, he can't. He can't. That is so powerful in the right situation. Yes, definitely. Like, how can you operate as a team without communication? You can't. And it is kind of a low-key is scary because think about it. Now you can't trust your own teammates' voices because mm. you never know that it could be Shinzo messing with you or yeah. makes you know it could be real and makes you know you messed up and now they needed your help or whatever and you ignored them. Like it's it's a losing situation. Like yeah. there was no way they could get out of that unless they really like pay attention. So yeah, that I, I like well, them being like you're not dozens of steps behind at all. Like you're not, you're not dozens of steps behind at all. You are caught up. You are with us. I know. And, he keeps doubting himself, like, man, I'm not, I'm not good enough yet. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. you you killed it. Like, bro, like you done a lot more than we expected you to. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was incredible. That was it was a really fun episode. I'm really excited for more 1A, 1B battles. Because I mean, if we're, if we're being a thousand percent real, that was that was straight up side characters. That was all side characters. We didn't have mm-hmm. Todoroki. We didn't have Bakugo. I mean, we got Red Riot, who's a fan favorite, of course. Um, but uh, even from 1B, I mean, I, I, I think I think of the 1B characters is that Big Fist girl. Um, there's the dude who's always talking shit. Uh, but Beast Boy, we've never seen before. Air present, kind of a background character. Vines Girl, obviously had a very funny uh, fight against Kaminari. So like, so those were the side characters. That was the appetizer. Next Sunday or next Saturday, Sunday, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be coming down. And I am so stoked. It's going to be a great season. It's going to be a great, great season. And I know Definitely. you're happy about it. Cool. Uh, anything else? No, sir. No, sir. All right. So, Jose. Yes, sir. You're catching up. You're catching up on a couple of shows. A couple of shows. Oh yeah, baby. So, so, so you're you're catching up with Invincible. Yes, you're sir. So two. Yep. Warriors and Fox. I'm on episode twenty. Twenty of JJK. Of JJK. And okay, that's so been. Oh. Yeah. Give us JJK first, and then get and then give us a little, a little, a little Invincible sprinkling. Okay, so so where do I even begin? So I'm as as our listeners already know, I'm a big fan of lore building and establishing Mm -hmm. your characters well and decisively. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love JJK. I absolutely love it. Uh, I love the even the relationship that should like even the relationship between the side characters. So like Maki and Mai, uh, I just I, I I love it. I absolutely adore that conflict. And the lies, the deceit. Oh my God. So I, I can't wait. I can't wait. But uh, just so you, for a little bit of context, I am right at the moment where Besto Frendo himself. Thank you so much. <laughs> Besto Frendo. Uh, they're fighting. They're fighting Hanami. Uh, he just, this, uh, Yuji Itadori just uh, figured out he can use a Black Flash consistently. So mm-hmm. now they're fighting together full force. Uh, Hanami basically uh, put on the glasses and just like t- tore down that little uh, mm-hmm. bag that she was holding that arm with. She started sprinkling flowers everywhere. So I'm super excited to see that. Um, right now, I would say my like who would be my who would be my favorite character right now? Because like Fushiguro's Ooh. obviously got got his thing, but bro, uh, I can't believe I'm saying it, but like my favorite character right now is probably Mahito like the the curse like that that it's he the, 
it's so wild. Like he's learning on the fly. He's already yeah. identified Yuji as his natural mortal enemy, right? Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. He's every every single turn. He's like, okay, uh, I'm learning about myself. He learned domain expansion, like two two like two seconds away from defeat. Like mm -hmm. all that stuff is super cool. Um, obviously, we're meeting people left, right, and center. Uh, Miwa's my waifu, of course. I I, I just love her. Uh, we just got Wait, a chance. Hold up. Me, oh, Miwa's blue hair. Yeah. The diagonal oh, wife, I made a whole video when that episode came out, and I was like, uh -huh. I want to be in that simple domain. I just yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. yes, sir. She's he, she's like, okay. The, maybe it's because I'm still obsessed with Demon Slayer, so every time she goes in, it's like, I was like, total concentration. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. So, so me was awesome. Uh, Camo, <laughs> Camo is definitely giving me like bad, bad vibes. I don't like the dude. I don't like, I don't, I don't like him. I don't like, like, it, it's okay. Like, I understand, like, mm -hmm. Uh, the the arrows are cool. Uh, the blood like the blood bending is cool. He's a yuga. He's a yeah. yuga. Yeah, he's but like, he's like such yuga vibes, bro. But I'm like, ah, I'm not. I don't. I don't feel it. I don't feel it from him. Uh, I'm super convinced that these people like are being led into the fire by their faculty. So like the the principal, <laughs> they're bad teachers. The principal sucks. Yoshi, uh -huh. Yoshi, yeah. Yoshino, Yoshinobu, Yoshinobu. The one from Kyoto. The, or the, the old one guy. From the old guy. The old guy. guy. Yeah. Yoshi. Yeah. He's I'll, metal I'll, I'll, though. He's metal though. Yeah. Okay. Yoshinobu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She just. She just. She just pulled out his uh slash interpretation. Pulled out that that, that damn electric so, guitar. And I'm like, oh. I got kind of hyped. I, I don't even know what's he, what he's gonna do with it, but I'm super excited about that. Mm -hmm. So so I'm excited about that. I want to see Gojo again, like just like destroy people. Like I just want to see him come out. Obviously, like the veil is not gonna let him be in, in the fight. But obviously, um, me and Mizu, just Yuji, like yeah, yeah, Yuji, <laughs> Yuji, my dude. Yuji's my dude. Uh, but honestly, my best, like my favorite fight so far, if I'm being perfectly honest, uh, was between uh, Metal Man. I forgot the Metal Man and Panda. Mecha Man. Me um, yeah. Me yeah, it's a very simple thing. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, bro, the depth you guys went to in literally mm -hmm. like two, two episodes, like an episode and a half with two side characters. I was like, damn, I he literally looked like Neo from the Matrix. It's like, oh, like, you know, you don't know, you don't know what it's like to be lied to all your life and like not be able yep. to leave. I'm like, bro, all that stuff in literally one episode and Panda being like, bro, I'm not, I'm not a curse. Like, I'm, I'm not a puppet. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm too. Oh, I love this. I love this. So, so I, I, I absolutely adore that. Obviously, uh, my spirit animal is Toge. Like, I, I, I could talk about food all day. So, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I, I'm, I definitely would be him if I was in the JJK universe. You know what's um, wild, Jose? Yeah. In the early episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen, the biggest complaint people had was that there wasn't enough character development. What? Yeah. Yeah, there was JJK mm -hmm. was getting a significant amount of flack in the in the early days of its episodes. People were being like, "Cool action, nice animation, but I have no character development." And you it's know, a lot what? of characters. If, if we're if we're being MJ, we're having we're ha we're, just, we're introducing 12, 24 more characters right now. Like it's trust me, you yeah. can do a lot of characters. But people are like, it's cool mm -hmm. that like I'm having this animation, these fight battles. And, and I can kind of see where they're coming because, like, we don't know the bad guys' backstories that well outside of yeah. obviously the curse who's learning himself, much like you know, I guess, like Cell. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, that was the biggest, that was the biggest point. And you're right, like that episode with with the with the panda, and you find out that he is not a curse and he's not a human, 
Um, he, he's been he's been created. Uh, and it's super, super incredible. So, yeah, I, I really think it was really, really impressive. And the Mecha Man thing being like, listen, I live in constant pain. I just want to live a regular life. And listen, his projections of himself is good looking, dude. That's a good looking dude. It's unfortunate he's a robot. That's very true. Uh, I just want to address the fact that we got we we had two Misus right there. We did have like two Misus for a while. I was like, did we get a fourth co-host? domain expansion? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. I was like, we got a fourth co-host. I was like, oh my god, we did it. We've been talking about all, it. All I did was adjust my um earbuds, and all of a sudden, I just disappeared off the screen. I was like, what? You shadow clones is what you did. There was two of you. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. I mean, awesome. Was, Love it. I was just about to say, um, with the Mecha Man, dude. I'm not gonna lie, like I like his story, but it low-key reminded me of <clears throat> this TikTok I saw that was talking about um what two videos give up the same energy. And it was showing the mecha dude talking about what's going on with his body, and then it <laughs> it segued into the SpongeBob thing, you know, the SpongeBob episode where he's talking about chocolate, and this dude was in this thing, like in his, yes, he's like in his ass, and the guy's like, every day I wake up and break my arms. Oh my god, you're my right. <laughs> I have glass for skin. Oh, yeah, yeah. And every time I saw that, I'm just like, I can't unsee it. Now, so every time I see Mecha Man, I'm like, Oh, that's so bad. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to laugh at you, bro. Like your story is very sad, but like, yeah, but you're like the guy that he's at the top of the stairs and he falls down and just glass noises the whole way down. Oh, every you know what? Everything can be brought back to SpongeBob. Everything. Oh, dude. Oh, without yes. without fail. Okay, and so there's our, there's our cake. Give me the frosting. Invincible episode two. What do you think? Uh, I haven't like I haven't finished it. I was watching JJK all day, so like okay. I'll, I'll I'll definitely give more updates on uh, on Invincible. But I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Mark so far. Um, I still am not completely sure why Omni Man did, did what he did because obviously I haven't seen like everything. Oh, yet, I, I mm, I've had yeah. theories for so long, and I want to yeah. say them. Okay. Yeah. I, I, when I when I first saw it happen, I was like, he's definitely being controlled. Like, there's no way. But I didn't see it. Like, I, I didn't see any visual cues. Like, right? I didn't see anything in his eyes except the fact that he didn't talk. Like while he was doing it, there was no talking, so I couldn't like see him. He's about that action. Yeah, right? he, he about that action. No he's Twitter like fingers on Omni Man. Yeah, so like I I, th- I thought that and I was like, bro, Jake and Sim- Jake and Simmons can talk. He likes it. He also likes this, the sound. I'm of so voice. happy it's J.K. Simmons. Yes, and so like I was I was expecting him to say something or I or either put them like have having them put an accent to like identify that he's like Bizarro or something like that. You feel me? Like some yeah, visual yeah. or auditory cues if he's like, okay, he's just messed up out of his mind. But he mm. just went, he just went through and literally just Mortal Kombat fatality great segue right there uh oh. mortal, mortal combat fatality every single person in the justice league including fish fish quaman fish quaman fish fish quaman oh my i God. mean yeah so there's martian manhunter there's there's aquaman there's batman there's hawk girl flash all the shadow yeah wonder well woman god all right yes you said it you said it yeah it's time to get over here Oh my God! We have Test your might, combat. baby. Test we have your more, might. We got a we got an MK stand here uh, coming out of Texas, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! I think I think we, I think we might have a scorpion main on our hands here. Yes, I was always a scorpion main. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. Scor- this is funny. So you're a scorpion main. Scorpion. Okay, I'm a sub zero one. Sub-Zero oh, is always my great. guy. I don't want to be here for the fight. <sighs> So zero. Okay, are you are you a Behan guy or a Kwailian guy, um, or noob or noob Cybot guy? I guess. Oh no, I'll say 
No, I'll say, yeah, Noob, his Noob brother, all Yang. What? It's all teleport spam. Noob yeah, Cyborg, it's all, all teleport. teleport spam. Yes, sir. Okay, so the trailer looks incredible, obviously. We have it coming yes. up in five days now. Five yeah. days. We don't get a lot of good video game adaptions. We just don't. We don't see them translate well to mm-hmm. the big screen. But that being said, Mortal Kombat has done it once before in the mid-90s. Did a fantastic job. And then, you know, got on to mess it up later down the line. But that's okay. That's okay. Because they got once. And no other video game has ever even gotten one. Except for maybe, 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 maybe Tom Holland as... Um, mm-hmm. Drake Tomb. from um, Uncharted. That's the one. I said Tomb Raider. Oh, he looked good in that outfit, though. Uh, yes. So actually also Tomb Raider movies are okay, but it looks good. Scorpion looks incredible. Oh, Sub-Zero looks incredible. Uh, Kano is I... awesome. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Tell me, tell me. So, so, so you're obviously excited. Yes. But so the big thing for specifically, me, specifically, yes. the big thing, bro, the first thing, first thing, hats off to Warner Brothers, bro, the castings, the castings, bro. Every, you find everyone's the right race. You did Thank it, God. bro. You Thank did God. it. You did it. You did it. How hard? We have we have um, Hiroyuki Sanada. You may him know. We, you may know him from uh, from Westworld. He's playing Scorpion, mm-hmm. uh, right? He's he's awesome. Uh, we got the guy Wait, that played Westworld. Uh, the, the samurai, the head samurai. I did not watch season two. Okay, yes. Yeah, he's 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 amazing. An amazing actor. Uh, I I absolutely love him. We also have a. I don't want to butcher his name, but it's an NG. So Ning Ning Chin. Han, uh, basically, yeah, Ningqing Han. He's base. He is the dude from uh, from uh, the Dark Knight. You know the the, the guy that likes uh, the, the. He's good with calculation. The guy that gets like burst mm-hmm. into fire by the. He's gonna be Shang Tsung. So he's yeah. gonna be like the one of the big bads. Uh-huh. We got bro. We got McCod Brooks as Jax. Jax looks amazing. He does look uh, good. We, oh, awesome. Did you? So you oh seen the, you saw the Red Band trailer, right? Oh, so you yes. saw Melina. Just- I saw Melina too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. I, I, I. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for them to cover uh, an, a universe that has so much lore. It's, it's obviously like really complicated because I don't know where they're gonna start. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously Bats. there's divergent. Yeah, there's diver. There's, there's diver. Di- divergent timelines, right? Because obviously mm-hmm. Raiden Definitely. likes mm-hmm. Ra- Raiden is the time stone, right? And he likes to fuck with time. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. mess. Watch with profanity. Mess with language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mess. Mess with. Mess with time. Fat more than Doctor Strange. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, I wanted to get your guys' opinion. So like, are you big fans of the series? What are you? What are you excited about? Are you excited? Like, what do you think this means for video game movies? All that stuff. Well, I think the most compelling storyline in Mortal Kombat itself is obviously Scorpion versus Sub-Zero. Like Sub-Zero murders uh, Scorpion's basically entire village, his family, uh, and and it's Scorpion's eternal revenge. But we see Sonya's in it, um, which makes me feel like Johnny Cage might be in it. I'm excited for that. Um, Kano uh, has that eternally sworn rivalry, like kind of a love-hate relationship with that family as well. So I'm excited to see that. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's just, it's Scorpion versus Sub-Zero for me. Fire and ice, not too in drag, uh, not too in gray, you know, um, Todoroki versus himself. That, that's what I'm looking for. How about you? <laughs> I'm definitely happy <clears throat> to see Mortal Kombat back on the screen because it could be done. Like a lot of video game, mm-hmm. um, adapted into movies can be done. They just don't, they don't put a lot of thought in it and thought into it because they think about money first and not what mm-hmm. transpires. But one thing I will say that is kind of complicated with video, making um, video games into movies is 
sometimes like the plot. And that's the, I think that's my main thing right now with Mortal Kombat is like, as um, Jose was saying, like, what direction are, gonna, are they going to go with with this? What is the plot going to be like? Mm-hmm. And who is that character? Cole? It, Cole Young? Like Cole. So yeah, who is, who is that? And that's another thing. It's like, who is this? This is some made-up character that just put in there for plot convenience, something like that, because I have no idea who this person is. I think so young. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be the vehicle. <laughs> you know, he's the vehicle yeah. that takes us into Mortal Kombat yeah. because, like, it's hard to make Scorpion a protagonist. We already have a vehicle. It's called Liu Kang, bro. We already that's got and that's a another thing. See, that's another thing. I was hoping that Liu Kang would be the main character because mm-hmm. he's in it. Of course, we see him. He's in the he's going to be in the movie, but I thought he was going to be the main character. And I think pretty much throughout the series, he's like the main character for, I think. Yeah, he wins every tournament. He wins every tournament, bro. He's he's the good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is morally gray. Yeah. So yeah, and 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 that's what we've seen at least from from the late the later stages of the Mortal Kombat universe, which is great. Like from nine to eleven, which is where we're at right now, mm-hmm. uh, the story has progressed in a more character driven way, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not just uh, facing. I forgot what the big dragon is. Uh, Onaga, I think, is is the name of the dragon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we do have like cross realm like colonization stuff like that. Like yeah. conquering other worlds. Like uh, obviously Shao Kahn. Uh, we haven't seen him yet. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to see like a repeat of Annihilation. Just do Shao Kahn like Thanos. Do it right. Uh, but besides I that, hated that fight, Mortal Kombat yeah, 10 bro. Shao Kahn fight was the worst fight in video game history. I know. I know. Uh, so like borderline impossible. Yeah, yeah. And like, and and I, that's that's where I want to see. Like, I, I want to see them make it a character driven narrative, mm-hmm. uh, and like t- take it like like we saw in the trailer, bro. It's an it's essentially like an old samurai movie. Like you have to you have to yeah. take it like people fight for honor, some people fight for greed, some people fight because like they just want to fight. But like mm-hmm. make it like that. So that that that's been my main uh, thing. The the few sparks, obviously, like this is not just to be like faithful to the source material which i'm a very big fan of or at least try to reference it in the right way at least from the people that have seen the movie so far because we know that there's certain people that have seen it uh it's currently sitting at around a seven out of ten yeah yeah seven out of ten on 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 imdb uh 64 on rotten tomatoes which is like i don't i don't let myself get that's actually not bad but that's not bad yeah it's not bad and 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 from what i've seen Considering the amount of gore and like violence that they're showing, apparently, I'm like, okay, so we're actually going like we're going Mortal Kombat, like we're we're gonna yeah. see fatalities, and and I would like to remind the viewers that may not be aware of the history, the ESRB, so like rated M for mature, was started because Related. of Mortal Kombat, like yes. the, like Mortal Kombat was built like that like there were mm-hmm. senate hearings being like what are video games doing to our youth it's because mm-hmm. of scorpion flawless victory like uh, so i'm, I'm very, that's why i'm excited out of mouth yeah that's why i'm excited yeah. i'm excited because it's a it's a it's a it's an iconic video game franchise and and i want to see i want to know your points mizu i just want to say this last thing uh i want to see a big studio take one of <clears> these <throat> universes, which has so much lore and so much like dark souls, fan. Dark souls, dark souls, yes. Dark souls, dark souls, that can be done God, as well. And like the Witcher, souls. like the Witcher, like yeah. you can do the it. Witcher, so, yep. You can so do good. it. But I like, I, so I'd like to see a, a, one of the big five uh, production houses take one of these juggernauts and do it right. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. So Mizu, let me know. I definitely agree with you, Jose, with the whole, um, you know, the gore part, because that's really essential to the whole entire series. And, mm-hmm. I was also worried about like, so what is the rating for it? What what is the movie rating for it? 
Oh, if it's anything less than M, uh, I, I think no. I think it was NC. Was it NC seventeen? No, there's it's no way. No, there's no. I was like, there's, there's no, no way. way. There's no way they. they no, it's absolutely M. Oh uh, yeah. well, regardless, I was worried about the rating because you know R. they. I hope it to me. I hope it is R because if they pull like a PG thirteen and stuff like that, like because of course, yeah, I get it. You want to also hand it off to children, yeah. Which I don't. It's think It's R rated. Oh, it's already good. Because they, they do like a finisher and he like he just like kind of like punches him in the face. Like when you look when you mess up the combo and you just tap him in the face and he just falls over. Oh, I would be I'm I would, not gonna I would, lie. I would walk out. I would be pissed off if they'd yeah. be like, no, this no. is not this is not it. This is a miss. No. Like yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna X-Men, they're not gonna X-Men pre-Logan this. <laughs> like yeah, Logan, bro. Logan at any given point should have been pulling people's spines out of their mouths and they did it in logan and they made arguably the third best superhero movie ever made personally number one on my list but that's 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 for a a day when we have less tv shows to talk about but yes and and it's made by james wan like like james it's not directed by james wan but like he Mm. produced it man and and james wan knows his way around horror movies he knows his way around big franchises so Mm -hmm. uh i'm sold bro i'm sold i'm sold i want it yeah and hopefully this does well and hopefully with um Tom Holland's version of Uncharted with Drake does well and hopefully opens up more doors for them to turn video games into movies. And plus, here's the thing. If you're watching any of the big companies out here, it's really not that hard. Y'all just be picking the wrong games because there are plenty of games that have a crazy good story, crazy good characters that you can mm-hmm. easily make that into a movie. You don't even have to do all the work. Rainbow you, Six, you Exactly. There are like so many. I'm just thinking off the top the of my head. Movies already made for Rainbow Six. Look at all the character stories. Like, not true. I, I like just do just run that. Just run. Just like just put people in there. Oh, that would be so sick. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. Exactly. So again, this is another prime opportunity for them to get it right. And yeah. they and if it does tank, I like it depends on what I haven't seen it yet. But because mm-hmm. usually when something like that tanks, they blame it like on the people. Like, oh, I guess people weren't feeling. It's like no, nine times out of ten, y'all just mess it up. Like, yeah. Assassin's Creed, looking, yeah, yes, so directly at you, just so directly at you. Why, Michael Fassbender? Why? He's German. Ezio's Italian. It's just okay. I don't. I don't get too hyped up. I don't get too. I don't too hyped up. The 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 only thing that I was gonna say is like obviously it's April twenty third. We still like have a few days to go. Uh, I'm super excited. I've been posting TikToks, Instagrams, everything Mm -hmm. about Mortal Kombat because I want people to get into the lore. Because, like, obviously, when people think of video games, they think of Mario, they think of uh, Pokemon. But, like, bro, Mortal Kombat's been the thing. Like, if you, like, the history of video games cannot be told without the quintessential fighting game. So, so the fact that they're telling the story, which is so rich and actually so important in terms of like character development, growth, because, like, if, if you, if you think about it, uh, every single, like, like, uh, hero turned villain story arc, like, for example, like Injustice, you could mm. trace it, bro. You could trace it to Mortal Kombat, bro. Scorpion yeah. was bad till he figured out he was he was fighting for the bad guys. Like mm-hmm. all, all that stuff is is really cool and in a video game context, right? And so so I'm excited. I know you guys are excited. Uh, yeah. What are your what's your wish list? That's something that I want to know. What's your wish list for this movie? Oh, what do I want to see? What do you want to see? I've already I've already I think I've already put it into the airwaves. I want to see a spine. I want to see just a full intact spine. 
Uh, if I don't, I'll be upset, but you know, I'll be okay. Like I want to see, uh, I want to see Sub-Zero or someone blow a hole in someone like straight, you know, like, like it's like a straight, like heart. Yeah. Hole. Uh, most yeah. of mine are kills. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, like, listen, it's story wise, like, story wise. Oh, I don't know. Like seeing like, this thing, like, so like Scorpion and Sub-Zero is obviously a very complex storyline. I've said that already, but like, mm-hmm. At the same time, like you build off that. So, do I want to see Scorpion kill Sub Zero? Not really. No, I think I think if if we want to parlay this into more things, I think I think we want to see like a nice outless Kong and Godzilla. You know, yeah. Like do Batman versus Superman correctly, and like Kong Godzilla this into a larger universal problem outside of the small quarrel of Scorpion versus Sub Zero. You know. Yeah. So maybe like room for growth story-wise. That's what I want. Okay. What about you, Mizu? Definitely agree with Nick on room for growth. Um, I want to see how faithful they are to the source material. But of course, at the same time, I don't want them to be too faithful because, you know, some of the, you know, the games aren't really consistent with the lore Mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah. So hopefully they can also clean it up a little bit. So make it um, a straight linear plot that makes sense to keep up with. And if it does well enough, hopefully they can make this um, a franchise. Yeah. Because there's plenty of stuff they can go with. And being a video game, they can also make up. I wouldn't. I mean, if it does very well, they can also add in little stuff of their own to make it more fleshed out as a series. But honestly, overall, just I want a good, consistent plot. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, the coherence. Coherence would be nice. Yeah. I mean, and 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 I love how we're I love how we're 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 chanting for the bare minimum. <laughs> for yeah. these yeah. we just want the bare minimum, right? Like just, just just make a compelling story that make a storyline that makes sense. Yeah, it just makes it. sense. I just, I just that's all I need. Yeah, I don't man, need no I don't need no so Mortal Kombat annihilation. I just need like it's something that makes sense. Also, Nick, I'm sorry to like burst your bubble, but I I believe the, the sub zero that we're getting is Bihan. So we already know that his days are numbered, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it'll be fine. <sighs> That's why we have Cole, right? He'll he'll yeah. change. He'll change the way story is is made. I guess. Uh, but like at, le- at least for me, at least for me, like my he was born with the mark on. I'm sorry that. Mm. Yeah, that's birthmark. Not... Yeah. yeah. Who are you? Yeah. I don't need Hopefully... A white face. Move <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I totally... Yeah, what were you going to say, me too? I was going to say, yeah, hopefully they explain that. I thought, I felt that for me personally, I was kind of cheap making the, the iconic more combat symbol a birthmark. I'm just like, I mean, honestly, for real, realistic, what birthmark do you know look like that? Like what kind of you would be terrified? You get a free tattoo. You get a free tattoo, bro. Yeah, you were branded like, coming out of my labia. What yeah. happened? <laughs> like Bruh. I just, I just don't feel like again. Like whoever this, what's his name? Cole. Cole. Cole, Cole is his yeah. name. Yeah. Whatever this Cole character does, I hope he just doesn't come as an inconvenience to the story. Because yeah. right now, just going off the trailer to me, he seems like he's gonna be an inconvenience, and I get that he's the whole driver he's us trying to mm-hmm. figure out the mortal Kombat, but exactly i frankly don't think he's needed but we'll just see and i mean with that being said like we are the people who have been doing finishers since we were like 12 you know so yes. maybe maybe they're trying to make it more accessible to the stand like to the average person which is which is where assassin's creed tripped up and technically yes, where world of warcrafts didn't go far enough um actually yeah, you could say world of warcraft made the same mistake 
You could say Thanks. they were trying to pander to the every audience like a mom was going to bring her two children to World of Warcraft. You know, yeah. they're going to see trolls too, bro. They're not going to see World of Warcraft. Like, I need you to understand the people that are putting ass in seats to watch Mortal Kombat have played Mortal Kombat. All right. Exactly. I know who the people are. At least like, we don't have like, like we're, we don't, I mean, maybe Baraka will be in it, but like, like, like I, I'm trying Goro to think. Of, like, is in there. I'm trying to think of like yeah, side Goro characters, you know, like one offers. But like it, 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 yeah. we're, we're talking, we're talking the 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 franchise identifying people. We have Raiden, Sub Zero, Scorpion, Melina. Uh, yeah, we got yeah, everyone, everyone. So like that's like, like we're we're talking the big hitters here. All right, like I don't need it on easy mode. Big facts. I oh. I just want three things until to, to, to finalize my rant on Mortal Kombat. One, all I want for all I want is three Kombat. things, bro. Is three things. Okay. The first one, just like you did it in Creed. Give me the original soundtrack. I just want to hear the original sound. I just I just want to hear it once, just once, just once. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't need to hear it like like for the whole thing, but do it like Creed, like because in Creed he was about to he was about to like fall on the canvas, and when he came up, you hear you hear the Rocky theme song, right? So so I I want it I want it to be done right because you have like that that's probably in my opinion that's probably the most iconic. Like the the soundtrack, just like intro song to a, to a to a video game. Not not just soundtrack because they obviously have Pokemon, Mario, but like intro, Mortal mm. Kombat by far. So yeah. th- that second, I want just a reference, just a reference to Shao Kahn. I don't want to see him. I don't. May- I, maybe you could hear him. Maybe mm. Melina could be like, "I'm sorry, Father," and me just being like, "Fine, I'll do it myself." Like Thanos. Yeah. Like, like I just want. I just want a slight reference to Shao Kahn, or like Dark Side in in the first. Uh, uh, what's it Pre- called? Snyder Justice cut. League. Yeah, Pre Snyder Cut. Dark Side. Just ah. like reference him. Just be like, "This is what's waiting for you." Just bite yeah. me in. And and Event third horizon. and third is have Cole do something that's meaningful right so if you're going off of mortal kombat 9 like where you have the the the, the time loop go back again or if, if like whatever storyline you have you decide to put out have cole either change something up or do something important that has weight to it right because like yeah. all these characters are intertwined forever and like they have multiple storylines branching storylines we've seen a lot of different like crazy scenarios so just have him do something that that changes the perspective of a character right or yeah. or or moves or compels them to move a certain way. Uh, Maybe talk that, no jutsu scorpion into in sub zero into being friends. Yeah, I mean, besto friendo. Yeah, but, exactly. But, but <laughs> I, and 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 the last thing I think maybe third slash fourth, give me some good CGI, bro. Goro, Goro is. Oh, I know, I know. But like, I I did see like Liu Kang's fire, and it looks like it was made in Adobe After Effects, just like with five seconds. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. The, scorpion, the end scene with Scorpion looked kind of cool. Bro, I want to see Scorpion yes. go full Ghost Rider so bad. So mm-hmm. bad. <sighs> Pull the mask off. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What were you saying? Music? No. And plus, so you also got to remember that's just a trailer. Like until we see the actual X, movie, X. then hey, that's true. the way. Because right now, all of Sub Zero's ice stuff looks fantastic. Like yeah, his true. ice ability stuff looks amazing. Especially that one part of the trailer. We stop that dude's gun and we see the bullet leave slowly from oh, the ice. That yeah. looks amazing. Triple yeah. Dragon Breath on that R99. That is a Call of Duty Warzone reference. Hey. Exactly. Or um, Jax's arms look great as well. His robotic mm-hmm. arms mm-hmm. look like his arms. Like, Melina's mouth. I think. 
Melina Trump. Mm-hmm. Actually, some people actually got the actors got some flack for that. Some people are like, her mouth does not look as grotesque as it was in the, you know, the oh, games. Yeah. So I mean, That's we'll just see. Ask. Maybe it's fine. We'll just see. Cool. All right. Yes, so that brings us to manga with Mizu. What's this week for our book readers All out right. there? All right. So the manga I have for this week is called Spy Family or Spy X Family, but the X is not pronounced because you know, you hunter, know hunter. people do what Hunter Hunter. Yeah. So what is Spy Family? Spy Family follows this man who is a master spy, codenamed Twilight. We don't know his real name because, you know, he's that good at his job. And he's so good that he's good at blending into whatever role he needs to be for um, said mission. For example, if he's given a plumber, he won't just pretend to be a plumber. He will become a plumber. He will learn everything about being a plumber and put it to practice, pretty much. Yeah. My man, Daniel, like, (laughs) Daniel Dale-Lewis, all of that. So... One of his missions, and the way the reason why he's doing this is because there are basically two countries fighting each other, um, East versus West, a East country and a Western country, and mm-hmm. they've been fighting for years, and they finally stopped fighting, but there's kind of a Cold War effect going on here. Like they're they stopped fighting, but there's still some animosity. tension between them. Exactly, there's some animosity, there's still some tension between the nations, and so it is his job as an agent to you know cool down that tension so they can have mm-hmm. an usher of peace. So. One of his missions, he has to follow this guy who is very intelligent on the west side of the country. And, but however, he is not very sociable. He very stays away from the limelight. He's always by himself or in a secluded place. But the only time he is out is that he's at this prestigious school. So he has to go undercover as a loving father and husband. And he's just like, Sasuke would do that. And he's just like, wait, what? And mind you, he's never, almost every mission he's gone through, he's been by himself. He does the job himself. Now he has to work with people. So he has to go find a a child to play his kid. And he has to find a woman to play his wife. It's Meet the Millers. No, Meet the, you know, um, Jason Sudeikis. We're the Millers. We're the Millers. We're the Millers. It's We're the Millers. Pretty much. So he... Goes, finds a child. Okay, I'm going to go. He goes to this local orphanage, and he's just like, okay, give me a kid that I can adopt. And, of course, the the foster. <laughs> give me one of the. <laughs> Which one you got for yeah. sale? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Going to so, the Promised Neverland Ranch? Like, pretty much. I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie. And he, so they're just like, oh, there's any kid who wants to be up for adoption and stuff like that. And the foster person, like, said, oh, yeah, this girl back here named Anya. Anya is this little, cute little girl. And she has no connection, no family whatsoever. But little does Twilight know that Anya is a telepath. She used to be a part of a government experiment. We don't know what country she was experimenting on, but she was basically used to be a government experiment. And she has the ability to read people's minds. She can read. And that means all the thought bubble moments that mm-hmm. the characters have, she can hear them. And she, oh. she knows... She reads his mind. She knows what he is. She knows that mm-hmm. he's a spy. She knows what he's trying to do. So she, but the part that's so funny about her is that she thinks it's badass. She's just like, oh yeah. man, I want to be adopted by this guy. So huh. she plays it up to be adopted by him. So he adopts her and now they live together. And now he needs to find a wife. And then that's when he meets this woman named Yor. Yor is an assistant at this records um, management building 
you know, you see it's like your average day, you know, woman, right? Mm-hmm. Well, wrong. She is, that's her day job. Also her real, psychic. No, her oh, real job is that she is a contract assassin. Oh. And no, here's one. the thing. She is so good at her job that she is known as the Thorn Princess. Like she is so good at her job. But the thing is that in their country, they both the countries are having a big problem with spies and they try to uh-huh. catch anybody who has um any incident incidences of being a spy. So there's a lot of um, you know, you know, back in the day how they had the whole McCarthy thing and accusing people of being communists yeah. or like a, yeah, a witch. The Red hunt. Scare. So there's yeah. a lot of pretty much there are people accusing people for being a spy and not gonna lie they think that a woman by herself with no family very suspect to them like you sus so and the but she loves doing her contract assassin job but she has a younger brother that she has to look love that one you should do it yes no but you like it it's weird no like she so she has a, a brother that um she looks after or she knew that who we worried about her a lot and um she also doesn't want to be looked at as a spy. So she meets Twilight. By the way, Twilight goes by his new fake name, Lloyd on Forger. And basically- Wait, His last Twi- name's Forger? No, so his his fake name is Lloyd on Forger. Forger. Okay, so as in Forger, so, as in one who fakes. Pretty I, don't know much. If I, I don't know if I would have chosen that name as an undercover spy. I think it's just Hello, I'm, uh, the, I'm Mr. Uh, Not My Real Name. Nice to meet you. I think it's just the- um. You know, I think it's just a play on the whole spy stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah um, of course. He so he he basically tells her a half to like, oh, but she thinks that um Lloyd Twilight is just a single dad who's going through a lot trying to get it trying to get his daughter into a good school. Yeah. So he's like, Hey, can you play my wife? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, Okay, this can work because I need to have a cover job because of what I'm trying to do. So I'm gonna <laughs> work with him. So yeah, I'll be your wife. And they basically have this fake family of a spy and an assassin and a telepath. And mind you, again, I right. can read their minds. Yeah. Anya knows what she is and what she has he all the is. tea. Yeah, she has all of the This tea. needs to be a Netflix and, original, bro. And again, and mind you, she thinks it's cool. She's uh-huh. she's cool at the same time, worried about it too. Because again, like I said, almost every moment where Anya, not Anya, every moment where um Twilight or um, your any of them have their own little thought bubbles, and she's in the room. She can hear what they're saying. Yeah. And this series is so fantastic. It gives you a bit of everything. If you like shonen, this is for you because there's a lot of action scenes in it, and the uh-huh. and the way they set them up. If you like um, slice of life anime, I was gonna say it sounds more like is, a comedy anime. Yeah. And it's a comedy. It's all it's con- it's manga. a mixture of a lot of things. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. series that again, just like I said last week with. Kaiju number, number eight. Mm-hmm. This needs to also be an anime. And I'm not going to lie, yeah. side note, if this doesn't get a jazz opening, it'll be criminal. It'll be a crime because it literally fits a jazz setting that, you know, uh-huh. if it did, if it does get an anime, it definitely needs a jazz like a Bacchano, opening. A Bacchano-esque <laughs> opening. Yeah, so yeah. maybe um little, you know, tidbit to play off of, like maybe James Bond and stuff like that. Yeah. But again, Overall, this series is fantastic. And to me, the best part, I, I think, is the best part of it all is like all the the little cute moments. I'm not gonna lie, because uh-huh. you know they're they're pretending to be a fake family, but there are moments where they actually build like a real family. Mm-hmm. Like um, 
they um Anya's having trouble with schoolwork. And mm-hmm. I mean, Twilight needs her to do very good to get in this prestigious school. So you yeah. see them help them out with um with homework and stuff like that. And there are a lot of hilarious moments. Like there's I'm sorry, a if you're part a psychic, they, there's no excuse to fail a test. There's no excuse. I'm sorry. No, here's the thing. So there's a whole there's a whole little funny scene where she's doing a, do the, trying to do homework and they're uh-huh. trying to help her out. And she's just like, man, I don't want to sit here all day trying to do the homework. I'm just gonna read dad and mom's mind. So he reads uh-huh. dad's mind. And mind you, he's an agent. He has all these ideas in his head, like, okay, I definitely need to get this done. I need to get to the school because in order for me to get to this one guy, and it's like a whole line of stuff. And she's like, yeah. good Lord, I can't read his mind. No. Okay, um, hey, mom, can you help me out with this? And sure, and she reads yours mind, like, huh, because I don't really do math very well, but maybe think of it like a body. You take off one arm, that's one oh fifth. You take off yeah. an she, and yeah. no, mind you, Anya is traumatized. I yeah, of course. Like what? Well, uh, maybe going this is here? not gonna work. This is yeah. this is not gonna work at all. But there are huh. plenty of like hilarious moments. What's where, the name um, again? Spy Family. Spy, Spy Family. family. Awesome. And just it. like Kaiju Number Eight, it's also doing very well for Shonen Jump digital. Like Good. Kaiju Number Eight and Spy Family are coming up top tier digital wise for Shonen Jump, and uh-huh. there is great potential for both of these to have fantastic anime oh, and yeah. again if you want to read it it's called spy family it is fantastic you get best of everything i think it's a very um overcompensating anime that i think anyone mm-hmm. from any genre would like awesome not to reference like two beer two b2 b tier movies here uh but it's like where the millers meets mr and mrs smith like oh, if yeah. you liked mid 2010s movies, then boom, do you got it? Yeah, bro. That's awesome. All right, cool. And that brings us to our last segment, winners and losers. And I would like to open up, gentlemen, if you would bequeath me the floor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. First winner of the week. Uh, shout out to my Twitch chat because they told me to watch this. Uh, I am I, I I am the uh, I'm the person who gets in the weeds. Uh, I watch all the I watch all the newest anime, uh, and the newest and hottest one is a Crunchyroll exclusive. Everyone's talking about it. To your eternity, to your eternity is a, a anime that just recently came out, basically about a sentient rock. And before you're like, oh, it's an isekai. It's not. Um, I mean, I guess you could play it off as it is an isekai but I have never watched a sadder first episode in anime in my lifetime. I, oh my God. I, okay. It, it, this, this, so, so my winner is two year attorney because it's incredible. I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and bang out both of mine here because they play off each other. My loser is myself because I spent this weekend sharing an apartment with some of my friends and I, I you know, wanted to be caught up for the podcast, had to watch all the shows. Uh, and so all the shows this week were unfortunately, very sad. And so I spent, I was sitting in an easy chair behind my three friends playing Mario Kart, bawling, bawling my <laughs> eyes out. A, to the moment in Captain America where Sam and Isaiah are talking. And I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, the tears are dry. Go to, uh, go to two year eternity. I, oh my God. I don't even, want, I don't even want to think about it right now. Uh, if you, oh God. Okay. It's just, it's so well written off the jump and you feel for it and the animation is gorgeous and it's compelling and dark. It's one of those, it's one of those shows where the darkness pulls you in like a warm, thick blanket, but like you want to keep watching it because it's so well written, but like, I know it's only going to keep 
hurting my feelings. I am going to have a toxic relationship with two-year eternity and it is getting a lot of hype, albeit it is. People are people are talking about it like we were talking about Vivi of the Fluoride Eyes, which is still good, still great show, still keeping up with it. But two-year eternity is my winner. My loser is me. So it's basically AOT without the Titans. Just More sad. Or less. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just sad. Um, and it, it it's compelling is the word. Compelling is the word for the first episode, at least. All right, let's go, Mizu. Well, my winner for right now has to be Titan from Invincible. For those who don't know, Titan is this um inner city like black dude who has the ability to turn his body into like a type of stone. The thing and meets the, Luke Cage. Pretty much the th- pretty much the thing meets Luke Cage. And mm-hmm. the reason I say he's a winner for me is just like, like I get his story. Like I get it. Yeah. Like man, you've been put in a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. You gotta and there's some and here's the thing. Here's some honor to him. Uh, granted, he's still like a criminal and all that a stuff, but this is an honor. Character. Well, that's the dude from the he, first episode. Okay, I got it. I yes. got it. So yeah, he yeah, comes he kicks, back. Yeah, Invincible kicks he his comes ass. Back. Yeah. yeah, he um he later comes back in this. If you continue to watch, he comes yeah, back I will, I will. and later mm-hmm. plays a role. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, him definitely. I'm just like, dang. And I was looking at him like, Mark, you better help this man. I don't care what you guys say. You better help yep. this man. Like mm-hmm. zero to hero. For real, Titan <laughs> to me is a winner, especially like the stuff he has to go through and why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. Um, the loser I have is basically all the people who can't understand themes in Falcon the Winter Soldier, as in the people who denied <laughs> the that death. this had anything to do with race. Mm-hmm. So you guys Fs. kept riding the train thinking that it had nothing to do with race, keep politics out of this, as we said earlier. But as you can see, you were wrong. You yeah. have to accept it. So I think those Hell, are my losers. We're doing the same thing in, in Invincible. I mean, Titan's backstory. Like, like mm-hmm. he's he's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're out there saving the world, you know? Like, have you ever been to the inner cities? Like, have you have you oh, been yeah. downtown? Have you seen the streets? Like, and, and I'm not gonna lie, that I mean, of course, On the Man is not a great person, but what he said no. to Mark in the at the dinner table, I was Big like, picture. you have the audacity to call yourself a hero. For the crap he was saying, I'm like, bro, I said, yeah. I, I know, I'm like, you're, I know you're Superman and all that stuff, but stop talking, stop yeah. talking, like, no moral high ground here, sir. All right, like, stop if, the cat. If, if, if I had an destructible hand and it didn't break, if I slapped him, I would slap him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but only if Red Riot had, or not Red Riot, Red Rush had instructable, indestructible hands, he might have left more than a rip in the costume. <laughs> uh, all right yeah oh baby for me lots of lots of stuff uh but i'm just gonna keep it condensed the, the i'm gonna start with the loser the loser of this week oh, is definitely john walker john walker is definitely my loser of the week man's got left without the pension without Literally the benefits without the shield yeah. he lost absolutely everything but he did gain a quasi maybe steel mate like sort of shield which he's making himself with iron captain america from wish uh that's mm-hmm. what he's doing <laughs> i'm gonna say you sure about be- that it, it just looks like a rica dig thing he got from maybe the junkyard like, yo oh, it'll be here fisher in a couple price. weeks bro it'll be fisher here in a price. couple weeks fisher price captain america uh-huh. so that's what he's that, that's my loser of the week that's easily explained um my winner of the week is every single mortal Kombat fan who's been trying to find a movie that can do justice to this beautiful franchise that's coming mm-hmm. out this week uh also uh another another winner of the week is is ayo todo in my in, in my own space because yep. he found his best friend 
Yeah. Uh, I so I, I I love that. I love that. Women and like he, Jennifer Lawrence. Big facts. That's it. Uh, yeah. He's not wrong. Then, hey, he's not wrong. And my yeah. final winner of the week, Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson uh, is is finally getting the upgrade that he 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 really needed. So well, we're going from Falcon to Captain America. That's a big jump. Um, and I'm excited for the finale. I'm excited for the next season, uh, the, the next series that are coming from Disney. Yeah. And I'm excited to cover every single second with you on the Weeb Weekly. Ow! Wow. He's a professional, ladies and gentlemen. The conversion, the shout out. And since we are talking, shout, dab on him one time. Since we are talking shout outs, unless we got final points. Final points? Final uh, points? Start Mizu. If you, well, if you have any final points. I do not have any final points. Oh, I have one in. final point. Oh, okay. Everybody check your uh, calendars. April 23rd is big time. You got to go yeah. from Demon Slayer to Mortal Kombat. Like, just pow, stay pow. in the movie theater. Pow, pow. Yeah, yeah, pow, yeah. Pow. You only have to buy one ticket. Double header, baby. Yeah. Whale, whale is, is a pandemic. We got to support. I'm, I'm, we got to yeah, support, sorry, actually, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, but don't, don't illegally stream it. Don't do that. The, don't do that. Oh. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. All right. Cool. April 23rd, write it on your calendar. And then April 25th, write on your calendar. Because you know who's going to be talking about it? Me. Us. Jose and Mizu on the Weaved Weekly. We're breaking it down. We have a lot to get into next week. We're going to have to go. We're going to have to go super speed. We might do a three-hour episode. All right, you guys are going to be listening all week? All week. But I am Nixie Comedy. NC Hammer 23 on Twitch. NC Hammer 23 on YouTube. That is Jose. He is rebranded. Listen to this plug, please. Yes, it is. I am Tropical Joe on Instagram. Uh, on on TikTok, it is period Tropical Joe. Uh, don't don't ask me. Ask the people that have the usernames. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on Twitter, we also have uh, I'm Tropical Joe. So uh, the, the best thing to do is just check the video description. My link tree will be there, and all your problems will be solved. Oh. Mizu, take us home. All right, everyone. I am Mizu Shogun from TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. If you want to see more of my videos or if you want to know where I get manga, come here. Always come to the podcast and I'll give you a new manga every week. Never going to run out of words to read, you book readers. (laughs) Just kidding. Obviously, manga is very important. All right, guys. And if you want to hear us, you want to see these beautiful faces, you can find us on YouTube at The Weep Weekly. You're looking at us right now. You can also find the podcast versions. Go ahead and hit download for us. Get those numbers up. We want to stay in fourth place. Hell, third wouldn't be bad. I would take bronze around my neck. Uh, You can find us on Spotify. Or Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. Say something super mean if you want to. I don't care. You can talk about how how Nick how Nick has a scrape on his face because he couldn't land a backflip on the mountain. You can say or how much you hate that. the Giants, even though or I'm how not much a fan you hate of the, the Giants. Giants. Uh, but just leave five stars, even four. You know, if you if you really don't like us. But yeah, we'll see you guys here next week for a big old breakdown. And and that's it. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.